Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. So why do Limerick's Christmas markets fall flat when the Galway markets fly high? Do you even consider the few stalls we have on Cruises Street in the city centre during the festive period to be a Christmas market? Well, Lace Limerick shared photos online of both markets side by side and Limerick, well, I think everyone agreed, pales in comparison to Galway. And I'm joined in the studio by Fine Gael Councillor Daniel Butler. You're welcome, Daniel. Eleanor McSherry, who's Secretary of Limerick Arts and Culture Exchange, LACE. And our own Rebecca, who's producing today. You're all very welcome. Good morning, morning to morning. you. Before, morning. before we get to the LACE representative, uh, um, Rebecca, you made the effort, didn't you, to go to Galway because you love the Christmas markets. I did. I haven't managed to go to the ones in Europe yet, so Galway was my, my closest thing to that. So yeah, I I made a whole day of it, you know, got the bus with my friend, went up in the morning, we stopped off for, you know, a cup of tea beforehand and then hit the markets and it's it's almost it's the atmosphere that you go for. You know, it's <coughs> almost this magical thing and yeah, I don't know. We just went for the whole day. We didn't plan on spending as long as we did up there, but we were enjoying ourselves so much that we stayed on and we managed to catch the last bus home. Last bus home. So, I mean... What's special about it? I don't know how to describe it because, I mean, you're going round and it's not something that, you know, other cities couldn't replicate and yet they haven't managed to. I think there's a certain atmosphere up there that is very hard... It's it's tangible, but it's very hard to replicate in other cities. So maybe that's why it it hasn't been done. But I mean, there's the stalls, there's the food, there's of course the big Ferris wheel, and it's just it's just a buzz. And I don't I don't know how to describe it other than it's a buzz and it's an atmosphere and a feeling. Right. Well, I was at the Christmas market in Edinburgh, and they're absolutely amazing. And you can come down uh, to them from a height, so you can see all the lights and everything going on when you get down there. Um, Eleanor, the point that Lace was making, well, it was pretty strongly illustrated in the yeah. photos that you yeah. used. We just put up the pictures and said, "Look at the difference." And, you know, it's about the pictures as much as anything we could say. Um, <coughs> excuse me. As of today, we've over 17,000. It's been shared 60-something times. The amount of... But it's all saying the same thing. Uh, why don't we have it here? But we tried with uh, Councillor Butler when he was mayor to to create something maybe in Arthur's Key. We've over 600 members. They're craft and food and artists and community groups and choirs. We had an awful lot of people interested. We went to speak to the Fran O'Donnell in the ice rink who said, oh yeah, look, when we bring the ice rink in, we can bring cabins in for you. We can organise with a big generator. You know, we pay a small amount of money. We give you electricity. And we said, great, we can have Christmas lights. So then we brought it to um, the... Uh, the the civil service and they went no really you could set up a gazebo on Cruises Street and we were like a gazebo on Cruises Street but but why I mean yeah and because especially last year we had a little um train there was a little train going in around that area and it would stop and begin at Arthur's Key now this is the same Arthur's Key that is used successfully for Riverfest right exactly 
Exactly. And I mean, what we envisioned, and I mean, we, my, I spoke this at length with, with uh, Daniel, that to have Christmas and, and to have lights perhaps going around the back of the Hunt Museum, like magical. Do you know what I mean? And it looked beautiful on pictures. We have a beautiful river that is known for things that it shouldn't be known for, that we don't want it to be associated with. Why don't we have it associated with something beautiful? We don't use it enough. What does Cruises Street have at the moment? Does it have anything like a Christmas market? It's a couple of gazebos. Um, you know, we were told that the reason that we couldn't put cabins in Arthur's Cube is because of the weather. So I don't know how gazebos fare compared to cabins. I would have thought cabins were a bit more of a sturdy structure. Um, it's just, it was very, oh, it was just so heartbreaking because it would cost very little to, I mean, it would just be the cost of the, the, the cabins. Everything else, you know, maybe the cleanup, but you have cleanup there anyway. So, and it, Arthur's Key is owned by the people. And we all know that we're desperate to find somewhere to bring the kids and the rest exactly. of the family at exactly. Christmas time because and, and it can be a long holiday period. You could period. bring charities, could have choirs singing there. We could have, do you know what I mean? We wanted a mix of community, craft and professionals and everybody was on board except for um, City Hall. And I don't mean the councillors now, I mean City Hall. Yeah. Well, Catherine says on our Facebook page, I think there should be more effort put into letting people nationwide know about our historic sporting city. A Christmas market or something festive should be uh, going on to draw the crowds. Patsy says we should definitely have one. A lack of imagination. We don't make enough of this city. Carmel says, yeah, we should have Christmas markets, draw lots of tourists into the city. So much negativity happening. A Christmas carnival would be fantastic too. Now, there are some plans, I'm aware, in the background uh, of what's going to happen in Limerick over the Christmas and New Year period, Daniel. But what about this specific proposal? Um, as we've heard from Eleanor at Lace, they spoke to you about it when you were mayor of the Metropolitan District. Yeah, I suppose what we were looking at, I suppose, is building on the success of Riverfest, you know, where you created a village atmosphere down in Arts Key Park. Um, I think a Christmas, a Christmas offering actually is quite good in my opinion. I think it's growing year on year and I think this year again you're going, there's more things been added and I think it's actually been announced this afternoon the, 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 the programme of work so I'm really excited about it. But I suppose what we were talking about is a more concentrated version of what we're doing. At the moment we've quite a spread out uh, kind of offering. So we have the craft, Art and Craft Market on, on Cruises Street that you were talking about which you know, isn't very attractive, okay? It's a market that's there quite often. It's not a very attractive market. I think we can do better than that. And it's about that atmosphere. I think gazebos don't quite create that kind of Christmas atmosphere. Uh, and then also you have the, the market down in the milk market. And I think there's a 14-day market in the lead up to, to Christmas as well. But they're quite spread out. What we need is something concentrated that creates that atmosphere that you were experiencing down below in Galway. Uh, and I think, to be honest, I have a different opinion on Galway than perhaps as you have. I, we went to the, the Galway market and I thought it was completely overrated. Really? Yeah, I think, I think... But, but that says, I mean, I know we've had this debate in Limerick yeah. as well, mm. but that says something about Galway's reputation, Absolutely. doesn't it? Because in, to be fair to them, they're very good at selling themselves. Absolutely, and I think that's the, the, the nail in the head. They're very good at selling themselves. You go down and see the product, the product isn't as good as what it's, 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 it's marketed. So like the, the, Christmas, the Christmas market in Galway is only about 10 log cabins at the very most uh, on Air Square. That's really what it is. Uh, and, go on, but, Rebecca, because I, I, I can see I'm you. here now, there's a lot more than 10 log cabins. Uh, there, I mean, I've been down there myself, there's only about 10 log, no more, and I'm being, probably, what did you I'm probably find, exaggerating Rebecca? about that. There is, there's like two, there's a line of them 
in Air Square and then it goes up around the corner as well. There's way more than 10. No, I okay, we give it 50. We give it 15. And, and, and you, you were impressed. <laughs> I was impressed. I mean, I don't think you have to have, you know, fireworks going off for a Christmas market to be successful. I mean, it is arts and crafts. But I think even Nigel Dugdale that you mentioned earlier, he made the point yesterday that there seems to be a spread when it comes to places for culture and places for the arts in Limerick. It's, oh, you can go here, you can go there, but there's no... Well, I think that's what it's about. It's about concentrating it to create that village and create the atmosphere. I think we have it, but we're not coordinated quite as well. And we're, we're uh, chatting to Finnegal Council Daniel Butler, to Eleanor McSherry, Secretary of Lace, uh, and to our own Rebecca. I, I will say two things. First of all, we've received a huge reaction yeah, uh, to this on Live mm. 95's Facebook page. It's mm. amazing the level of interest. And also, we're doing our own um, station competition at the moment, Christmas Crack and Crack, crack off, off, yeah. which is going to the Christmas markets <laughs> over there. And the response to that has been phenomenal. So, certainly. There's a desire to have something like this on our doorstep. But Daniel, what happened then when it was proposed, as Eleanor says, and went to you when you were Metropolitan Mayor? Well, to be fair, we probably left it a bit late because these things are in planning from the beginning of the year. Um, but we left them with a lot of ideas. We left them with a lot of uh, offerings that, that Eleanor said to people that were interested. And I think they did explore something in Bedford Row from what I from talking to the guys uh, before the show, that they did explore log cabins on Bedford Row. But again, there was, there was glitches on that. I didn't that didn't come true. Eleanor's uh, thrown her eyes up to heaven. Why, Eleanor? Why? Because we had uh, a Christmas fair on Bedford Row three years ago and there was not one Limerick craft person on that. I asked every single one, as, as a representative of Limerick Arts and Culture Exchange, every single one of them were from outside Limerick. And like when we wanted to put this together, it was city and county working together to try and come in. We own Arthur's Key. We own it. We don't need, I mean, having it on Bedford Row is blocking the businesses that are already there. And you know what I mean? Just have it on the one, you know, pedestrianisation. The only thing is that is yeah. it part of the whole argument around pedestrianisation on O'Connell Street yeah. that we will be able, even if it's not full pedestrianisation, to oh. have things like this there if we wish on O'Connor yeah, Street. But I mean the, the visuals of Arthur's Key, we have events in Arthur's Key and it, I mean a marketing point of view and I mean marketing is one of the other hats that I wear. You could have it as a, a Christmas walk that you draw business in. You're, it's all about drawing businesses in for the businesses that are already here. They're crying out for events in the city centre. And it's not, I'm not talking about being city centric because all of the people that were proposing to be in Arthur's Key were from the county. And what you do is you promote your county through the city. That's what we're here about. And you promote your milk market and you pr promote having it on cruise, you're blocking businesses that are already struggling. It makes no sense to me when you have Arthur's Key sitting vacant. Yeah, that's, I think that's what, I mean, I think that's what we learned from Riverfest. Riverfest had quite a spread out offering. It was diluted, even though we're pumping lots of money into it. We're trying to cover nearly all the river and the milk market. And it was too much. We concentrated our effort in Tartus Key and we created that atmosphere. I think that's what we're doing. I don't, I don't, I, if I, anything, my only mild criticism actually of it this year was that it maybe it got a little too crowded in yeah, Arthur's I, Key I, I, uh, Park at yeah. times. You know, we're a victim of our success. And I think Eleanor's yeah. right, you know, even if you think of at, behind the, the Hunt Museum as well, like Eleanor's saying, the, the, the bridge, the Hotterham Bridge, on all that area, it could be created with some lighting at night time, could be something very, very special. So, all I think is that we're saying is let's concentrate our efforts, let's 
create that atmosphere. And I don't want to even compare ourselves to Galway. Galway is yeah. a commercial market. It's not put on by the council, by the way. It's a commercial market. I don't want to compare us to Galway because we can do better than Galway. And we are better than Galway. And we'll do the Limerick thing. Uh, and so I, I'm not really interested in comparing ourselves to Galway. But, but I'm assuming that the reality is on the 12th of November, there's no chance of it for this year. We, no. We're talking about the following Christmas at the very earliest. No, we have the turning on the lights on this Sunday, which is going to be a really exciting event, which is becoming a really fun family event year on year. And it's improving with and growing crowds. with huge crowds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, do, you won't see that in any other city either, uh, Joe. To be fair to the council, you know, they're delivering in that. And most other cities that you see big Christmas events, they've been delayed by the chamber. Not by the council. Yeah, no, the council I, I, I think, I think, I think you're right in, in the regard. sense that I, I do think a lot more has been done mm. in the run-up to Christmas and around Christmas in uh, Limerick. And I think most observers would say that this could be the next step, though, mm. couldn't it? Absolutely. Definitely. And I mean, the thing about it is we've everybody ready to go. It just takes a bit of initiative from, from the other side. We have councillors who are willing to come on board. It just needs to have the civil... Because we can't... I, I would love to run all of that, but it's a lot of these things end up being civil events and I think it has to be a civil event because it has to be driven by the people who are paying for it at the end of the day. Why are we paying people... To, to run arts and culture in Limerick if they're not going to do that. Okay, all right. Well, look, there's a big appetite for it based on the reaction that we are getting huge uh, response uh, from listeners uh, this morning. Thank you very much for that injection of passion early in uh, the morning. We uh, appreciate uh, that. Uh, Eleanor McSherry, Secretary of Limerick Arts and Culture Exchange, Lace, our own Rebecca and Fine Gael, Limerick Councillor Daniel Butler. Call Limerick today now on 461995.